Hallie? Janelle? Hallie? Janelle, my sweet friend. How are Oh, you? I am living the dream, you know? Are you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're calling this? Oh, uh, on the real, I'm doing okay. Um, still just kind of working through and getting over some comments that were made about my body pretty recently. Um, but trying not to let that derail me in my recovery, so... Mm, yeah, totally get it. That's a crappy experience to have. I'm sorry. So how are you? I'm doing the best I can. Today was <laughs> a day. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know, recovery takes you on wild rides and... Amen Today's to that. no exception. So. Well, I'm happy we could sit down here today and have our cute little snack together. Me too. Aww. I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. So for those of you who don't know, Hallie and I met each other in residential eating disorder treatment. In Washington. Of all places, we went to CFD up in Washington. And partied now we, it up for a week. a whole week together. <laughs> oh, and so we just wanted to sit down and just kind of chat with you guys and talk about, um, like who we are, where we're at in recovery and have a snack with you together. Um, so if you guys ever need anybody to have a snack with or a meal with, just sit down and listen to our podcast because we... We're doing it with you guys. We're doing the hard stuff with you. Mm-hmm. And even just trying, you know, Yeah. is enough. Exactly. So to start out, I guess I can introduce myself first. My name is Janelle and I'm 20 years old and I am recovering. Well, I guess in recovery for anorexia and it has been an ongoing battle that I've been in and out of treatment with um, since December of 2020. So thankfully it hasn't been too long but I actually ended up going on a mission for my church and coming home early to get more professional treatment. Um, I am from a cute family of seven I have a little niece, yeah. My niece is the cutest ever. Shayna, if you're listening, your daughter is adorable. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a party and it's been a hard journey and I think it's been hard on like me and on my family. Yeah. So we're making it through though. Hallie, tell me about you. Um, I'm Hallie. I'm 19, almost 20, and um, I am in recovery from an eating disorder as well, anorexia, and I've been in seeking treatment since May of 2021, 
and um, that was my first time in treatment, um, and it's been a wild 10 months ever since. Um, I've been in all three levels of care um, at least one time, but more like two or three. Um, Hallie and I affectionately called ourselves um, PHP dropouts (laughs) (laughs) when we met in res because we both had to step up from PHP. Yeah. So um, I'm grateful to be here and where I'm at in recovery. I will be discharging from my eating disorder program actually here within the next week. So... That is a big transition. Yeah, it is. I'm very excited, um, nervous. It's not a place I saw myself getting to. So it's wild being here. And it's also interesting because I had this thought when I was leaving res. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard and so different than what I thought because I totally didn't want to go into res, didn't want to go into treatment. It was very against and opposed to it and then getting ready to leave I was like wait no I'm not ready (laughs) yeah exactly I'm like getting towards the end of leaving treatment and I'm like a hot mess all the time because I'm not ready to leave like these have been the people I've spent so long with and it's just it's just weird to think about leaving so yeah Because Hallie and I, both in res, were only there for about four weeks before insurance dropped us. Yeah. Oh, insurance. That's a whole nother. That's a uh, whole other podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your life outside of treatment, Janelle. Well, outside of treatment, I am a gymnastics coach. I... I coach a cute little competitive team, and I absolutely adore them with my whole heart. Um, I love spending time with my niece and my sister. She's my best friend, and I love her. Um, My partner is actually, like I mentioned earlier, on a mission for our church. Um, And he comes home this summer, which I'm very, very excited about. Yay! It's been a long two years, Hallie. It's been a long two years, let me just say. I I bet. (laughs) But I'm excited for him to come home. And he's been such a good support to me since he's been gone. And I'm just very, very grateful. Yeah. I'm Um, glad you have that support. Me too. Me too. Aside from that, I have a dog and her name is Summit. And I absolutely love her. The cutest. She is the cutest. Um, she's a big um, component in my recovery. I think she's someone that I really want to recover for, to, like, be able to be there for her more, so. Aww. Yeah. So Tell sweet. me about you. Uh, I'm an old lady at heart, so um, bedtime is around nine. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Res broke me. Res did that to me too. It, yeah, bedtime is nine. Wake up is like seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love to sew and make things for people. Um, 
I enjoy crocheting and knitting as well. Um, uh, most of my family lives out of state, so I don't get to see them often, but my family is very important for, to me. Um, and, oh, I just, I live in a cute little town in Washington that is right along the Puget Sound. And so I love to go down to the ferry and put my feet in the water. It's something that I've found really grounding for me um, in this like recovery journey. And so it's something I really enjoy doing. You guys, I'm not even joking. When I say one of the first days that I met Hallie, she was having a little bit of a rough day. A little? (laughs) (laughs) She was having a little bit of a mental breakdown. And um, her and her therapist went out on the front porch and she dunked her feet in a bucket of ice. (laughs) Ice water? Ice Ice water. So when Holly says that she finds it very grounding to put her feet in cold water, let me tell you, she finds it very grounding to put her feet in cold water. I was hoping that she would let me walk down to the creek and put my feet in water, but she was like, let's go get a bucket. And I was like, okay. (laughs) That's better. Yeah. You know, movement levels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess um, a good thing that we could like kind of talk about today is like the different levels of care because a lot of people actually don't have the privilege of being able to go to treatment. Yeah. And we can kind of talk about like what to expect in each level of care and we can give like little stories from our own time in treatment and yeah. I love that idea. So we should define the four levels of care you can receive which are um oh I guess there's like five. You have inpatient which is hospitalization, um, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the highest level of care you can receive. And then you have below that residential or res as we call it, um, which do you want to explain this one, Janelle? Yeah. So residential is 24 hours of care. Um, Seven days a week. Yeah, seven days a week. It's a live-in facility, which is why it's called residential. Um, and basically, when we were in res, we only know how CFD, Center for Discovery, res works. Um, we haven't been to any other programs for res, but they operate on what's called movement levels. So, that dictates how much you get to move. Um So movement level one is like sitting and laying down only. Movement level two, you can go on mindful walks. And movement level three, you can stretch, put your butt above your head. So you get all the privileges. All the privileges. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And that's kind of how that works. And you also have observation levels, which are everybody's favorite. I told my therapist that I, I said... I've had so many therapists in my lifetime, but you are the only one who has seen my pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, should we move on to the next level? Yeah. If people have, if you have any additional questions about like res or our time in res, please feel free to like DM us or email us and we would love to answer any questions that you guys might have in a future episode. Yeah. 
So the next level is partial hospitalization program or PHP. You're there five to seven days a week, depending on the program you are in anywhere from six to 11 hours a day. Also, depending on what program you are in. I'm currently in PHP right now, and I go six days a week, seven hours a day. Yeah. So there's different ways that different programs do it. Um, I know my first program had it seven days a week, um, I want to say 10 hours a day. So it was more than a full-time job. Um, No big deal. Yeah, no biggie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's basically where you get um, treatment during the day. You receive group therapy, individual therapy, and dietary um, sessions. And um, then you get to go home at night and live a little bit more of a life Um, if you're in a five-day program. You have your weekends to yourself and yeah, it's more supportive than I or the next level of care, but less supportive than rents. Yeah. So the next level is intensive outpatient care or IOP. Um, You'll probably hear Holly and I exclusively refer to it as PHP and IOP. So if you're like very confused, we are so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um. An intensive outpatient, depending on the program, you're either combined with the partial hospitalization program or you meet separately at a different time. I know some programs run it that way, Um, but usually that's about five days a week for like three to five hours a day, and you usually have one meal and one snack there, and you go through the same things. Um, You'll have group therapy, but you won't have it every day like you do in PHP or in residential. Yeah. And you'll have, like, different nutritional classes and therapeutic classes, and you'll meet with your therapist once a week and your dietitian once a week, so. Yeah. Oh, and in PHP, you see a psychiatrist as well. Also very true. Um, And then the last level of care is completely outpatient. You are back in the community. You, in the beginning, you see your therapist twice a week. At least that's how my therapist wants to do it. And then work to once a week. And you see your dietitian once a week as well. Um, And you don't go to a program anymore. So you don't have the group therapy and you don't have the like, groups that they give um and you get to go back to living a regular for lack of better word life yeah janelle you said you are in php currently right i am yeah how is that um it's a little chaotic at times i think yeah. We have only one therapist on staff right now, and she is a superstar, and we love her. Um, but things are, things are hard. Things are crazy. Um, being combined with adolescence is a different experience in and of itself. Um, yeah, I bet. What? Are you guys not combined? 
Not all day, every day. Oh, we have, like, meals together and some groups together and stuff. Oh, wow. It's a wild ride, but luckily all of the adolescents are very, very sweet, so they just add to the community, which is really good. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I am in love with my therapist. She is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie, shout out for being incredible. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. It's definitely been hard, the transition from being back at res and then coming down to PHP has been a little bit difficult for me, at least. Um, like, you know, just as far as engaging behaviors go and different things like that. So it's been, it's been a struggle, but I am looking every day for positivity. I think, yeah. Love that. Um, I don't think I said what level of care I'm in. I don't think you did. But I am in just finished my third day of IOP. Um, insurance cut me, but I was ready to move down. Um, I'm just living that IOP life now. So it's fun. Do you want to talk about your next steps? Because you mentioned discharge after. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. So I'll be discharging from IOP within the next week um, to head to a different program that will, uh, is more catered, will cater more towards like my co-occurring illnesses that I have as long or as well as an eating disorder. Um, so I'll be getting help for anxiety, OCD, and some other fun stuff. Um, and that fun will start stuff. with, the, yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will be starting within the next week. How do you feel about this transition? Oh, changes, um, are hard for me. I think that's like when I typically go to my eating disorder the most um, because it's when I feel the most out of control. Um, so changes are hard and I've been with my current team for like six or seven months now in total. Um, and it's really scary to say goodbye to people who know me so well and know how to help me. Um, so, uh, there's like, I guess some grieving there of leaving this program, lots of sadness and excitement. Um, it's really exciting. My team thinks that I'm ready to discharge and deal with this other stuff. Um, and yeah, just take this next chapter and journey in life, um, this next big step. So, yeah. Does that answer your question? Oh, uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of lost track of what you asked me, like, halfway through. I was like, <laughs> Well. Should we tell them what we want this podcast to be about? Oh, yes. We should talk about the name of our podcast. <gasps> we should. 
So there was a therapist in our residential treatment program who was full of some classic one-liners. She gave the best one-liners. The best one-liners cut right to the heart and made you cry. (laughs) She did not beat around the bush. It's funny, actually. She was my therapist um, when we were in res. And when I sat down with her and she was asking me, like, you know, like what styles work for you and different things like that. The first thing I told her was I said, don't be a pushover. (laughs) (laughs) I said basically the same thing to my therapist. (laughs) Yeah, so she was not a pushover. She really knew how to get to you. She did. And like, she wasn't even my therapist and she made me cry on a few occasions. So (laughs) in the best way. And yeah, in a good way. So the name of our podcast is Recovery is Not Selfish. We left out one main word, um, protecting your recovery is not selfish. And that is what this therapist would tell um, was her classic one liner. She said it to me first. Just got to (laughs) say. Just got to take the credit there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cut to the heart, made me cry, you know. So we thought it would be a great name for our podcast. Yeah. And it's a reminder that I just want to carry with me as I go through recovery. Oh, absolutely. I think it's so important to remember that recovering is not a selfish thing and that when you're in recovery you have to be putting yourself first you have to be advocating for yourself constantly and sometimes that definitely feels very selfish yeah but it's it's not like putting yourself first is something that like right now we all need to be doing yeah it is um I, I don't think there's a better way to recover than putting yourself first. And I know that was a really hard adjustment for me um, because I was taught to not put myself first. Who wasn't? (laughs) For real. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of how our name came about. Yeah, and I think... Our goal for this podcast is to just kind of talk about the things in recovery that aren't really talked about. Yeah. And um, kind of give insight. We're going to have lots of guest stars come on and help us out. We have someone super awesome lined up for next week, so stay tuned for that. Um, But I think we just kind of want to provide a place that is a community for people who feel like that they don't have that in. I know there's a lot of people out there who work solely in the outpatient level because not everybody is fortunate enough to receive treatment. Yeah. Um, And we want to do our best to, like, provide a space that can offer some sort of community because I think that's been the best part about being in treatment is having a community. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Also, just bringing people who may not even struggle with eating disorders into the reality of what, you know, treatment is like and what living with this illness is like. Oh, absolutely. Um, In future episodes, we plan on having some of our loved ones maybe join in and um, talking about their experience with having someone who they love with an eating disorder and just kind of 
what that process is. So this is a safe space for those with eating disorders and those who have family members with eating disorders or friends or partners or whoever they may be. Um, this is a space for everybody to kind of come together and get to know each other. Yeah. And just follow along on our journey as we go. And I also kind of selfishly, it's like documenting this friendship and the recovery aspect of, you know, how we met and um, of our lives, you know? Yeah. And we just want, like, we hope that we can remind you guys that exactly what the name of our podcast is that recovery is not selfish and that putting yourself first is something that's always important and welcome yeah yeah I would agree oh what a tender moment oh Hallie no Hallie (laughs) (laughs) oh my heck well Just to kind of close out, we don't want to make this first episode too long. It's just kind of like an introductory little guy. Yeah. Um, But we just want to say we are very nervous and very excited about this journey that we're taking together because being vulnerable is something that is very hard for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It really is. So, So hard. Yeah. So bear with us because we are on the same learning curve that you guys are on of learning how to be vulnerable. And we are very excited to bring all aspects of treatment out into the open while remaining as trigger free as we can. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Are we done? Oh, I think we're done. Oh, wait. So something that we're going to do at the beginning of every episode that we totally forgot to do here is we wanted to check in with each other. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Just, you know, a little like 20 minutes too late, but that's okay. We can do a check out. Heck yeah, we can. Um, If you were a weather pattern, what weather pattern would you be? Hmm. Right now. Internally. My current internal weather pattern is probably, like, foggy to the point, like, where you go outside and it's just kind of, like, wet outside. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. And there's, like, dew everywhere and it's hard to see in front of you. I think that's probably my weather pattern. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think my internal weather pattern right now would be a lightning storm. Hallie is not having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but there's like a little bit of sun, you know. (laughs) Okay, Hallie. Um, To close out, how are you going to take care of yourself today? Self-care, self-compassion. Wow. Um, I'm going to continue to eat my meals tonight instead of taking my feelings out on food what about you I am gonna make my family some dinner I'm gonna have dinner with my family and it's gonna be fun that'll be so much fun yeah 
I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of all of you listening. Oh, yeah. So proud. (laughs) Okay. We will see you next week for a very exciting episode with a very fun person. Oh, yeah. All right. Toodles. Toodles.